Welcome back, people, to the podcast. So today we're going to talk about three new ways that I found to find investors. These are actually pretty fun strategies, and the goal of this episode is to help expand your mind, give you new ideas to find investors. A lot of people have this false conception that it's really hard to raise money, and, and it is. It takes work, but it's not impossible. Regular people can raise money, and I want to give you a few examples of that. So this podcast is one of my favorite. I think you'll really enjoy. Peace. I've spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious fund managers around. And now I've decided to take the plunge and start my own fund. The real question is, how will I do it? With no investors and without an Ivy League degree, this podcast is going to give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we start and build multi-million dollar investment funds. I'm Bridger Pennington, and this is Investment Fund Secrets. Hey guys, welcome back to Investment Fund Secrets. So today we're going to talk about three new ways that I've found to find investors. And if some of these are unconventional a little bit, I want to give you new ideas of how to find money. A lot of people ask me about this. This is one of the biggest looming questions when starting a fund. Man, how am I going to find money? And I got to find money from accredited investors. Like, holy crap, that's such a daunting task. I can't do it. Yes, you can. Do not tell yourself you can't do it. If you have a good enough product, good enough investment vehicle, finding money. First off, you can find money and it becomes a lot easier when you have a good product. On this show, I've tried to bring on the best that I can, regular people that have started funds. I I, I love interviewing people that are really smart and sophisticated, went to Yale or Harvard and, and have this amazing portfolio and background, but I love bringing people on that are just regular Joes like me. I've interviewed my dad. I've interviewed a few other people on this show that are just regular people. And I talk to them. They're very regular people, but have started funds, been able to raise money just to let you know that you can do this. It's not as crazy as, you know, it looks on, on when you look at it from, you know, 20 miles away, you're like, man, starting a fund is a huge problem. I hope this podcast is helping you understand that it's a lot easier than it, than it seems. Yes. You need to work hard. Yes. You need to do a lot of things, but it's not impossible. You can do it. So with that being said, um, let's dive in to the three ways that I found investors. Um, so briefly, first one, I first one is do not underestimate the power of word of mouth. I tell everybody that I run a fund, and I'll give you an example. Two weeks ago, I'm at a, I I go to church, and I was at a, we we're getting ready for a church Christmas party, and we're putting up tables, and I'm just chatting with the other guys there. We're just we're putting up tables, we're setting up chairs. Um, we went and volunteered some time, and we start, I asked him, hey, what do you do for work? And he was telling me he does uh, sales and all these different types of things. And then he asked me, what do I do for work? And I said, well, I run a fund. And he goes, well, what do you do in there? And I start explaining what my fund does. Hey, we have a fund. We do these types of, I do loans, right? So I do different types of loans to entrepreneurs. We're helping consolidate debt. And I explained this to him. And um, he goes, what kind of returns do you guys have? And I, I'm not going to say my returns on this podcast yet. Um, I'm going to get them all audited this year just so everything's official. I don't want any SEC. But I tell him my returns. He goes, wow, those are great returns. And I go, yeah, they're, they're doing okay. And um, anyways, we talk. We have the Christmas party the next day. He comes up to me the next day. Bridger, hey, are you guys looking for money to raise money? I've got you know a couple hundred grand that I'm looking to invest somewhere. How much are you guys looking to raise? Bam, like a Christmas party for just some random Joe that I talked to. And it's uh, I think it's the easiest way to find investors. You, ask, you go to dinner parties. You go to different events. Hey, you ask people what they do for work. They're always going to ask you what you do back for work. Hey, what do you do? Oh, I run a fund. And just explaining your fund and what you do 
if they have money and you, I love asking people, hey, you know, I always get a bunch of good deals across my desk. If I have a good deal, you want me to send it your way? Everybody says yes to that. Like, yes, I want deals sent my way. Even if they have money or not, you can just say, hey, if I have a good deal, you know, sometimes I have deals that I can't do. If I have a good deal, you want me to just shoot it your way, shoot you an email and see what you think? Yeah, that sounds great. Um, fantastic way to build up your investor pool. And I've told you guys that before, so that's the first one, it's an easy one. Um, but I think it's so important. There's like a rule out there, I don't know if it's true or not, but they say, they, they the people, the, the higher powers tell us that you are seven degrees away from everybody on the planet. Seven different people away if you knew this, this right seven people, you'd be connected to every single person on the planet. Pretty cool concept. I don't know if it's actually true. A lot of people say it, so it must be true, right? Um, but anyways, it's a cool concept though to think you can get into a lot of wealthy people's um, networks. And, and one thing I wanna say too is, I think a lot of people listening or watching have this false conception of who has wealth. There's a lot of people that have money um, in this country and, and wherever you are. We look at you know, TV or Instagram and we see a select few of people that are rich and famous. And we say, oh, we must only, it must be only the famous people that are also rich, that are rich and famous that we can go after. There are hundreds of privately wealthy people on this planet uh, that are gonna be great limited partners for you that you've never even heard of, never met before. Um, take an example, if you look at any sporting event in your area, uh, NBA, I love the jazz, Utah jazz, big fan. Uh, you look at the first, I don't know, 20 rows of any sporting event, the people sitting on the first 20 rows are probably limited partners in your area. And every game they switch out, like half probably switch out, right? I mean, that's just to give you an idea. People, like there's money in your area. Sometimes I've talked to people in Utah that ever like, well, there's just not money in Utah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like my conception of Utah is there is so much money here and I'm in Utah <laughs> of all places, right? Um, you know, Utah, when you look at it on the map, is like nothing, right? I, I personally know a lot of people in Utah that have plenty of money that could raise a huge fund for you. Um, and there's plenty of people in Utah I don't know that have lots of money that could raise money. So anyways, that's my two cents on investors. Get that false belief out of your mind that there is not money around you, there is. Um, okay, second, this is a new strategy I've, I've uh, looked at and tried, so I wanna give, I wanna tell you my experience. So the whole goal of meeting high net worth individuals, right, is to get them to invest or just to create a relationship, right? There could be future deals, it could be in five, 10 years from now, but you wanna somehow get your foot in the door to meet them or talk with them. And some of these people are hard to talk to. They have hired assistants and hired people gatekeepers, they call them, that they keep people like you out <laughs> from pitching them, right? So what's a great way you can get past a gatekeeper? Now there's two ways that I've seen. You can either buy your way in or you can work your way in. Okay, buy your way in or work your way in. I'm gonna give you examples of both. So number one, buy your way in. I'm gonna give an example of my dad and his partner. When they started their first fund, the, the way they bought their way in to meet with you know executives or CEOs or really, really high net worth people, is they bought, again, the Jazz, they bought season tickets so to the Jazz box seats games. My, my dad's partner comes home one day, he's like, hey, John, we just bought season tickets to the Jazz. He's like, what? Like, what are you, what are you like, what, like, we don't have any money. Why did you spend it on season tickets to the Jazz? He's like, whoa, he's like, calm down, calm down. It's, it's gonna make sense, just let me explain. My dad was kinda, my dad's a, a very uh, accountant kinda guy, very conservative, saves money, you know, and he's like, why did we just spend, $50,000 on, uh, you know, jazz tickets, right? So he 
he uh, he explains this is the way that we can buy our way in past gatekeepers. And he's like, all right, go on. So what they started to do and what the plan was was, hey, let's call in to you know Mrs. Johnson's office, and Mrs. Johnson is a successful CEO and she's got a gatekeeper and if you say hey can I just talk to Mrs. Johnson the gatekeeper's gonna go well no sorry Mrs. Johnson she's in a meeting she's busy I'm so sorry um, let me take a note down for you but yeah we'll see if she gets back to you and, and they're never gonna call you back right but if you call that gatekeeper and say hey I'm just calling uh, Mrs. Johnson we have two box seats tonight the Jazz are playing the Lakers um, we wanted to invite Mrs. Johnson and her husband to come to the Jazz game tonight with us and there's going to be food before is a dinner we have a parking pass and all that stuff um can you pass this along to her you're going to get past that gatekeeper right that gatekeeper is probably gonna get fired if she says no right so that was the way they bought their way in to, and then they get people to come to the jazz game with them they have four or five hours with them at the jazz game they talk you know eat they talk about family and life and kids and eventually by the end of the night they'd say hey you know we run a fund and we're looking for investors and you know you have about 40 home games a year, 40 chances to take people out to a fantastic event, talk to them and uh, meet brand new people. Maybe they invest, maybe they're gonna invest in five years, 10 years, you don't know, but you can make those connections. They thought the return on their investment for spending, I don't know how much it was, like 40 grand on those tickets or 50 grand on those tickets was worth it because they raised a ton of, they actually, so it worked for them, they raised a ton of money. I think their first fund, they raised $35 million. The next fund they raised, I wanna say $156 million. And primarily the investors came from those jazz tickets. Pretty cool idea, right? So that was the first way. So that's buying your way in. <clears throat> Second way, way is working your way in. So uh, and I wanna give you an example of this. So this is something I've been working on right now and I'm gonna probably give you the results in next week, but working your way in, how do you, how do you get past the noise? So I, what I've done, <clears throat> I made a package, uh, kind of a, I put different colors tape on it, a lot of people in the industry call it maybe Dream 100, if you've heard of that term before. So I wanted to try this. So we put a package together. I wrote a, a letter in there and uh, made it very reader friendly. It wasn't like these long paragraphs. I put like one or two sentences, made a space, just a really type read, very fast read. And I essentially told them the story of our fund and how I got started. And then I left them on a cliffhanger right at the end. And maybe in a future episode, I'll, I'll read this to you. I left them on a cliffhanger at the end and then said, hey, I'm gonna send you a package next week. And inside the package, I had sent, uh, the first one I had sent um, a WWE um, action figure. And I said, hey, I just wanna let you know, you don't know me, but you're, you've been like a hero in my life because I've watched you you know, grow your company. It's just so, so inspiring to me. Um, thank you so much. And you've been like a, you know, larger than life in quotes, right? It was kind of a, like a WWE, like, you know, wrestler figure. And just kind of made a joke on the, it was a toy I bought from Walmart for you know five bucks, but it was a kind of a cool gesture. It was in a big box, so they opened it, right? Um, send that to them. And then I left them on a cliffhanger. Hey, I'm next, you know, on the next um, package, I'm gonna tell you more. Next package I sent, we had, I bought um, a mug and I said, hey, I just wanna say cheers. We actually launched our fund. Cause at the end of the, I left a cliffhanger. I didn't know if I was gonna launch my fund or not. We launched our fund, it went great. We've done, you know, this so far and, um, uh, blah, blah, blah about our fund. And then box three, I'm actually sending this next week. I have a, made customized notebooks and stuff like that and, and really actually spent some money on this one. Sending it to him in another big box, big package, like brightly colored tape on the outside and send it to him and I'm gonna pitch them, right? That's a fantastic way if you have more time than money to work your way into somebody. People love to get packages. I sent it to their office. I didn't send it to their home address. Sent it to their office. Gatekeeper gets, hey, we have a big package for, you know, 
Mrs. Johnson, um, hey, here's a cool package. I think it's a gift or something, right? Um, they open it up and it's kind of just a cute, fun letter. Takes three minutes of their time to read. Has a some type of toy or action figure, or some people do expensive gifts to you. I, I, I personally don't think it's necessary, but some people go above and beyond. They give them a really nice watch or they give them a really nice something. Um, I like doing the more creative way, uh, but it was a fantastic way to work your way in. So just to review, first way was word of mouth. Next way was I did boxes and packages. You can buy your way in or work your way in. So buying your way in, jazz tickets, working your way in was with boxes and packages. Um, kind of a cool way to meet people and you can do a lot of them. I sent 13 packages out. I'm probably gonna do another round where I send maybe 20 packages out at a time. Okay, the final way I wanna talk about, this actually isn't my strategy. This is a, so this is an interview that's coming out in a couple weeks. I just did an interview last night with a guy named Brandon Schwab. Super regular guy, amazing guy though, has started um, doing senior assisted living centers, but small, they're like less than eight units, eight to 10 units a piece. And he raised money in a few different ways. And I wanna tell you about those ways. So number one is he bought into a, a it was kind of a mastermind group. I think he said it was $15,000. He bought into it and he had an opportunity inside of there to pitch these groups on inside of this. They wanted to be real estate investors and they were dentists. This one group had, this one guy had got, I think a hundred dentists together and they would talk about ways that they can convert their active income of being a dentist into passive income. I think it was a Facebook group. He went live in the Facebook group pitched his thing and raised $2.5 million in 30 minutes. How cool is that? There are Facebook groups and you gotta obviously talk to the moderator, talk to the person in charge, make sure it's okay, say, hey, maybe I'll give you a split or commission, whatever it is. But you can go in there. There are groups where people like dentists or doctors or lawyers that are, don't really know how to take their active income into passive income like a fund would. You can go and pitch them. He raised $2.5 million in 30 minutes on a, on a Facebook live call with these people in their group. How freaking cool is that? Um, just, I'm trying to give you ideas to explore your mind. He also um, is buying time. I think it was also 15 grand. This is also another way to buy your way in. There's a family office event that he's gonna go to. 405 family offices are coming to this event to find out new ways they can get pitched on funds, right? So he's, he's like 15 grand done. You get a booth and you get like 20 minutes on stage to pitch your fund. So he's gonna go up in a couple weeks, pitch his fund on stage to 405 family offices. And his fund, if you look back on Adam Campbell's interview a few episodes ago, he talks about family offices are looking for more than a return. They're looking for impact. So if you're gonna pitch family offices, make sure to, to pitch an impact. But he's gonna get up and, and his fund has really big impact on senior assisted living. Hey, hey, we do way better care than other, you know, these big box places we make sure uh, he's like, he tells a story of his dad was in a place and it was really poor care. They clicked the button for help one time and it took 20 minutes for a nurse to get there. And he's like, this is, this is not good. So they've got new facilities when the button gets clicked at, you know, somebody's there in 30 seconds or less. They change the diapers every, you know, hour. I mean, he just said, we want to give a lot better care for our, for our senior, you know, senior, senior members of our society. And a lot of these family offices have, you know, our older people that have lots of wealth or maybe grandma and grandpa in the in the office so he's gonna play that card with them and see if he can get some money and we'll see how it goes but a uh, fantastic example of getting into a group pitching dentists of all things online didn't he he sat at his home put on a suit you know and, and did a live call how cool is that right so anyways to review that the three strategies and I, I think I gave you like seven strategies overall but th the first one was word of mouth second one I gave you was boxes and packages and then third was finding out maybe a family office event or pitching dentists online, finding these groups 
or pockets that you can get into, whether it's family offices, whether it's dentists, whether it's lawyers, whether it's doctors, whether it's just investment clubs, you can find these groups online and get into them. So uh, anyways, happy 2020 people. I don't want to take too long in this podcast going over 15 minutes. I try to keep them under 10, but I um, want to go a little bit longer on this one to give you guys ways you can find investors. So if this hopefully sparks some ideas inside of you, um, I'll give you more updates as I, I'm always pitching investors. I want you to know I'm not uh, just publishing this podcast. I actually run a fund full time um, and I, I just love doing this. And so I kind of do this as a passion project, but I'm doing this actively. I'm not I'm not just, you know, I'm, I'm taking my own medicine, I guess you could say. So I'm actively doing this. I'm actively running a fund and it's been a pretty fun experience for me. Anyways, love you guys and I'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Hey guys, wasn't that awesome? Hey, if you want to learn more about funds, how to get going, how to get started, we did something cool. I put together what I call a mini vault and we've recorded a ton of training videos and resources to help you launch a fund. In addition to that, I gave you my favorite pitch deck that I used for a fund previously. I also give you a step-by-step guide of how to go through and launch your fund. Additionally, you once you get into our mini vault group, you are put into our private Facebook group and guess what? I go live in there once a week to answer your questions specifically about the fund and you get to interact with other fund managers from around the country and around the world. So if you're interested, go to www.investmentfundsecrets.com. You can hop in and join the group, join the private members group, get the resources, download the PDFs, and I would love to see you in there. Love you guys. Peace.